This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. My name is Deborah Fitzgerald, editor of the Peninsula Pulse, and I have two people in the Bailey's Harbor studio today. Morgan Rusnak, who is the Community Engagement Manager for Destination Door County. Welcome, Morgan. Hello. And then Krista Lutsky, who is the DNR's District Natural Resources Educator at Peninsula State Park. Hello, Krista. Thank you for having me. So the reason why we have these two guests in the studio today is that there is a really exciting new program coming up that you successfully wrote or applied for. It's the Leave No Trace Spotlight coming to Peninsula State Park. And so Morgan, who actually I know because she's a county board supervisor. So we're talking to her in in her persona as her community engagement manager for Destination Door County. But you are a county board supervisor. And I think that that is really cool because you're one of the people who has helped tip the gender balance on that board so it's almost 50 percent now female it sure is yes so and you were appointed but then you successfully ran correct right so i was appointed in 2021 in january of 2021 and then i re-ran for my seat in 2022 and here we are and what district do you represent 11 so in the city of sturgeon bay although when i was appointed it was district 7 and we went through the whole redistricting process and everyone's numbers got shuffled so now it is 11 but it is the same district right so when you started, I promise we're going to get to the spotlight <laughs> event, but when you start, when you decided to apply for this open seat, why did you decide to do that? Well, I, you know, I had always had an interest in local politics, especially the ones that really affect how, you know, we exist. So it's, it's not always things that happen at the state level, at the federal level, like local politics is in our backyards. It's our neighbors and it's our coworkers. And those are the people in the at the tables making decisions. And I, I think it's really important for people to see themselves represented on their, their bodies of government, be it your common council or your town board or your county board. So having somebody who's younger, having somebody who, you know, has had to piece together a couple different jobs to make it here in Door County. I think that's important to to have that sort of representation, um, not just, you know, retired folks, not that there's, there's anything wrong with that, but a, a whole range of diversity of, of ages and experiences and gender. And that's that's how I ended up there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, you know, being involved in that because it is a huge time commitment. I see that because I cover the county board and so many other local governments up here. And it is so refreshing to see, you know, a diverse group of people sitting there. And it helps in terms of the decisions that we make and the policies that we enact. So thank you for that. Ah, you're welcome. Um, a big could, thank you. I love seeing myself on that board. Uh, and I see myself <laughs> in you. So thank you. So that is you know, definitely a topic for another podcast where we're going to do that. For now, Krista, we don't often have a DNR District Natural Resources Educator in the podcast room either. So tell us a little bit about your job. Well, my job is amazing. It is a dream job, I think, for anybody who is in the natural resources community. I have the privilege of representing a number of different state parks, including all five that reside within 
Door County mm. in terms of their natural resources education. Oh, so you do it for all of them. So I do well, and then I go a little beyond our borders. Okay. So that includes Hartman Creek, High Cliff, and Point Beach State oh Park. Oh my goodness. But are you based at Peninsula State Park? I am based okay. at Peninsula because it is so large. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So the natural resources educator is just really here to provide assistance to all of the naturalists that we have at all of these different state parks so that we get that consistent messaging and that consistent look and feel of what makes each place special. And when you walk into a state park, you want to be able to recognize it like a national park. When you go into any national park, it looks essentially the same, but you have that different story to be told. And that's what my role is, to help tell their story while making it look consistent across the board. Okay. And I'm also here to help with our friends groups too. So finding different opportunities to reach out to the community and partner together and find what each story matters with each of these different parks and the best way to tell that story with our friends groups. Okay. Now you have been in the position for nine months. Congratulations. Thank you very much. For getting your dream job. (laughs) Thank you. And so you came from the natural resources community? I have. I've got a well-rooted natural resources community within this region. I first started with a DNR way back in 2010 at Whitefish Dune State Park and then transitioned into the Endangered Resources Bureau, Hmm. and then Soil and Water. And I spent a long time at Door County Soil and Water. Okay. And I was the coordinator for the Door County Invasive Species Team. Hmm. And through many different partnerships, we were able to get huge support from the community itself and private landowners, in addition to the preserves that call them that utilize these properties as well. So the Ridges Sanctuary, the Door County Land Trust, the Nature Conservancy, including the private landowners in between. And together, we were all able to function as a cohesive team and unit to get invasive species managed across the landscape so that we were able to protect and preserve all of these special places and flowers and bees and birds, everything that calls this place home. We were able to work together and protect them through invasive species management and education. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it's always cool when you can find a job doing something that you love in the place where you live. It is. I cannot say it enough. I am very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going to get to the actual topic, which is Leave No Trace Spotlight. It is coming to Peninsula State Park, which happens to be the second most visited state park in the state of Wisconsin. It is 3,776 acres. It is located within Fish Creek, the town of Gibraltar. It has a summer theater, 468 campsites, an 18-hole golf course, a lighthouse, a sand beach, lots of trails for bikes and pedestrians, and then, of course, Eagle Tower. And the DNR estimates that there are 1 million visitors to that park annually. A little more than that. Really? So (laughs) how many more? that. We were able to crunch our numbers for 2021 and we had just about 1.3 million visitors within that park. Wow. So it is still the second most visited? It is still the second to Devil's Lake. Yeah. Okay. So Morgan, let's shift to you and let's talk about this Leave No Trace spotlight, which is coming to Peninsula State Park. Now this is out of the Colorado-based Leave No Trace Center for Outdoor Ethics. They have their 2023 spotlight sites selected. And this one is just one of several that are selected across the country. So talk a little bit about this initiative and what it has in store for us. Sure. So Destination Door County, we have had a partnership with the Leave No Trace Center for Outdoor Ethics since 
since about 2020, and, and if you've ever picked up a visitor guide in the past couple of years or looked at some of our billboards or our social media presence, you'll likely notice that that messaging has been worked in. So leave no trace. The Spotlight Program is kind of a community outreach and engagement centric program. So there's a stewardship component. There's a lot of just, you know, talking to folks and educating folks. And Kristen and I had sat down in fall and we applied for the Spotlight. And um, we thought, you know, Peninsula State Park, especially knowing that it is so heavily trafficked, there's so much visitation. We were able to pull our own data at Destination Door County to say, yes, this is this is the highest concentration of people. This is where the people go. They're coming to Door County. They are coming to Peninsula Park at some point. And so we sat down and we put together this application to apply for a 2023 spotlight. And we were super excited when we were we were awarded it. So there's about 15 to 20 sites across the whole country that are in this program for 2023. And we are so, so excited that Peninsula State Park is one of them. Okay. And so then really the Spotlight Program meets those challenges of record visitation. And so that's probably one of the big reasons why this spot was selected. Mm -hmm. Perhaps when the park was first conceived, they never anticipated that there would be 1.3 million people going through it. So it is a challenge that the DNR and the state of Wisconsin has to face. You know, how do we how do we meet all of these visitors? So how does the Spotlight program help you in that? So the luxury of being new is having a fresh <laughs> take. Absolutely. Walking into this park <laughs> and observing how our users are utilizing the property, the landscape, and how they engage with it. And that is why I asked Morgan to help partner with this and take the lead, honestly, because Destination Door County was kind of ahead of the game mm-hmm. with the Leave No Trace ethics. And I wanted to participate in that in a way that made sense for the park system. Okay. And let's actually just talk about that a little bit, Morgan, mm-hmm. because you have spent the past several years Leave No Trace Tuesdays. Yeah. So this is kind of this is kind of the next wave of those Leave No Trace Tuesdays. So over the past couple of years, what was actually a re-envisioning of our member mixers that we used to have, more of a networky chamber of commerce business mixer, COVID happened. You couldn't you can't put people in a bar, you can't have people network. So we moved them outside and we said, okay, we're gonna move everybody outside, we're gonna add a service component, and we're gonna invite the whole community in. So this isn't just, you know, business owners mingling. This is maybe a teacher mixed with an engineer, mixed with a hotel owner, mixed with the bartender and they're all picking up trash together at Sunset Park. It really opened up some new conversations and and just got a little bit more of a people got a little bit more of a sense of what Destination Door County could do in the community and how tourism impacts them even though they might not be in a tourism facing job. So it really opened up some conversations and so over the course of 2021 and 2022 we did eight of them. So we did eight different communities, eight different projects. We picked up trash, we pulled invasives, we mulched beds, we did all sorts of different service projects and they were kind of one off one off projects it was a different group of people at every every community oh that's cool it was really really cool because it wasn't the same people showing up it was you know hey this is happening in my backyard i'm going to show up and help you know the ridges or help sister bay beach it was very very cool and so you know winter comes and we we re-envision this and so we're really excited to kind of morph that into a whole three-day package of programming instead of spacing it out throughout the year. Okay, so back to you, Krista, and that's what this is all about, actually, Mm -hmm. is, you know, a whole series of events, which we will get to that start on Thursday, June 8th, and kind of culminate on June 10. So we'll talk about that part of it. So what do you see? Well, I guess let's go back to the, the actual application. When you apply for this program, you're applying for these people to come out and help you build awareness about the particular places that you're trying to what? 
So what the Leave No Trace organization is going to help us do is reintroduce the outdoors to our user group. Because what's really interesting is, you know, and it all does kind of boil back to COVID. There is something that changed along the way. And all of these people that hadn't been outdoors or hadn't used those campsites before or hadn't been to our parks are now flocking to them. Mm. Even even now, we're kind of stabling off in our numbers a little bit, but even now we're retaining those people that have enjoyed the outdoors. And a lot of them just kind of bought their tents and their backpacks and their water bottles and didn't know what to do with it after that. Right. And I remember when you couldn't even buy a kayak. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all of those people who said, hey, I'm going to try this. And they're like, you know what, this is pretty... This is pretty fun. I'm yeah. going to keep doing this camping Absolutely. thing. Okay. Once you get outside, it's really life-changing to have that opportunity to engage with the outdoors in that special way. And what we want to do is make sure that as they're outside, that they realize the impact that they can have, whether it's just leaving trash behind or if it's going off trail or if it's bringing invasive species inadvertently into the park, that whatever we do does have an impact. And that's what Leave No Trace is going to do for us. It's just going to raise awareness and teach people how to recreate responsibly while they're out there in our park systems, in the national, state, county parks, whatever it might be. And it's just relearning what it's like to be outside and how to prepare for it, how to engage with the wildlife in an appropriate or a way that's not as impactful. And this is just a really great packaged opportunity for us to reach a broader audience. And that culmination on that Saturday event is really reaching out to the community and tourists who are coming into the county and saying, this is your opportunity to engage with us. And we need you to keep these spaces and places special. And it's been quite some time since we've had some volunteer work within the park system. And we rely on them to keep these places beautiful. And this is what our goal is on that Saturday. Blaze a trail so that we can improve access from Nicolay Beach to Skyline. And that's a shoreline walk that's going to be ADA accessible at some point. Mm. So it's really important to us to get as many people outdoors so that they want to protect and preserve these places as much as I do. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers. Okay, so now the culmination event is on Saturday. That's the National Get Outdoors Day Stewardship Work Day. And and that is National Get Outdoors Day, so it coincides. It's at Nelson's Point. It's from 8 a.m. to noon. And can you talk a little bit about what is going to happen then and who can show up to participate? Yeah, everyone is invited. Okay. (laughs) We're going to have different levels of abilities. Whether you want to pick up litter that you find along the trail system or on the shorelines, you want to help us blaze that trail, as I said, from Nicolet to Skyline so that we can connect those two parking areas and provide access to the shoreline to a multitude of visitors. 
or it's invasive species management. We do have quite a bit of honeysuckle and garlic mustard that we need to eliminate so that we can expand that trail system and improve that user area as well. So it's just based on your physical capabilities and the time that you have. But we're there. It's come when you can and leave when you'd like. Okay. And there are a couple of other events. I mean, this actually kicks off with a Leave No Trace Spotlight Social on Thursday from 4 to 8 p.m. And that is at the Fish Creek Lot in Peninsula Park. And talk a little bit about what that is all about, Morgan. Yeah, so it's we're going to kick off this event with with a social just kind of right outside the main entrance of, of Peninsula Park in that first Fish Creek lot. We're going to have the food truck from Nicolet Beach up by us. We're going to have some yard games. Leave No Trace will be there with the presence. We will be there with the presence. The park will be there with the presence. It's just going to be a really fun kind of kickoff for the weekend. So food, drinks, some yard games, meet us, meet the Leave No Trace team and kind of kind of see what it's all about. Okay. It's it's very social. It's very very casual, but just a way to kind of kick off kick off the weekend. Okay, and then there's another event at Eagle Tower on Friday, and then there's a naturalist guided hike. Are you going to be doing that, Krista? I am going to be doing that okay. with one of my other naturalists. Okay, and then campfire safety, which is really important because you have 468 campsites, so I'm sure that that is really important, especially for people new to camping. Yeah, absolutely, top of our list, and that will be held at the Nature Center. We have a great amphitheater that we just installed there. So we'll have the Leave No Trace team giving us the tips on how to build and smother a fire appropriately. Oh, excellent. So now these events happening from June 8 to June 10, if people want to learn more about them, they can go on whose website here? They can go to doorcounty.com slash spotlight and everything's going to be listed there. You're going to have the full the full list of events and all the details. If you, if you need more information, it's all going to be right there on doorcounty.com slash spotlight. So Morgan, I have not recalled Destination Door County doing something with the DNR in the past. Is this a new partnership? This is a new partnership. It's brand new to us, and I know it's brand new to Krista and the park as well. But it's part of what we we have been doing with our shift from destination marketing to destination management is really coming up with some of these more more holistic partnerships with those big organizations and those big stakeholders in our community. One of those being the state park system. So this was kind of a natural a natural go for for us and for them and for moving both of our organizations forward together. Okay. And so Krista, since you're so new to this position, and this is one of the first partnerships with Destination Dora County, can you speak to that at all? Was that on your radar when you were hired for this position? That was most definitely on my radar. Something that the DNR and Peninsula State Park itself, really to their credit, saw the value in as the partnership within the community and how ingrained we are in it. We are the community. We're a part of it. And my role coming into this, it was very important to me that the park and the park system reinvigorate that knowledge and that partnership, that we all work together for the same goal. We all have the same user group, and it's really important that we connect. We're all here for the greater good of Door County and to see it succeed, and we need each other for that to happen. And that was my role, really, was just reaching out to all of those partners that I forged through my years of natural resources work to ensure that we want to continue to do these efforts and we want to do them together Mm -hmm. because we cannot do them alone. There's just too much space out there, and I know know that each user group has their own volunteer opportunities and each person that they can reach out to. And I just wanted to 
use what they had so that we can all help each other succeed. Right. Instead of just bringing people up here and saying, Mm -hmm. okay, have a great time, do whatever it is that you want, then it's actually managing the populations that do come up to visit to assure that we are creating sustainable spaces, like we have a sustainable peninsula, that Peninsula State Park won't be destroyed by, you know, the 1.3 million visitors that you have up there. Yeah, absolutely. And so these programs, when you partner, how does that achieve that? Like, what do you think it is? Is it the awareness, the messaging? It's all of it. And really, Destination Door County has great outreach opportunity that maybe the parks don't have. Mm. We're there, we're advertising, we're, we're with the DNR, but they've got the direct connection to the people that come and enjoy our spaces. So it just made sense for us to partner with Destination Door County. And thankfully, they have that stewardship mindset that we have as well. So it was really a marriage made in heaven to have this opportunity with Morgan and myself in our positions currently to work together and find something that's going to help encourage people to love our spaces and love them gently. Okay. Do you have anything else that you have coming (laughs) up as this partnership? June 8th through 10th is going to be the whole spotlight program. We do have some Leave No Trace programming coming up towards the end of the year. We'll be doing a couple different workshops throughout September, and you'll hear about those when they are announced. But we do have we do have more Leave No Trace work coming up. Programming at Peninsula State Park is going to be including all of the Leave No Trace ethics, and that will be throughout the summer season and hopefully expanded beyond Peninsula State Park into the rest of the district. So it's just Peninsula that needs to be that that beacon for the rest of the park so that they can see how this is going to work and how easy and simple it can be to integrate that messaging into the programming, into the education that they're providing the user groups. So we hope to see this across the landscape. Okay. And you are the person who is actually responsible for that for all of the state parks in Dare County, correct? Yes, I am that person. So I can I can tell you that it is going to be implemented over time. <laughs> How are the Leave No Trace ethics different from what has been done in the past? They're not different. They're simplified. Hmm. They They have easy, actionable ways that people can use in their everyday life, whether they're in the city parks or in the state or national park system. It's just really easy tips and tricks on how you can recreate and not leave the trace that they're Hmm. nervous about. Destination, they really honed in that messaging so it's more local to those day users because Leave No Trace historically has been a backcountry backpacking. So anybody that goes into the mountains knows what Leave No Trace is all about. But to have that messaging honed in for day users is really exciting. And really, the only other time I've seen it is with uh, Destination Door County. Okay, so now the Leave the leave No Trace ethics or practices, what are some of the more practical ones? The no before you go is really nice. That's, uh, my, fav- that's my favorite <laughs> that one. That is my favorite. Okay, so talk about that a little bit, the it's, know you before you go. It's, it's just for those people that need to pre-plan. <laughs> you sure. want to know where you're going, the trails that you're going to be taking, how long they're going to be, if they're easy, difficult, challenging, have the appropriate footwear, hydration. Uh, check the weather. Check the weather. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's really simple things that you might not think about when you're looking at a map and saying, I want to go to that park and be there for a couple of hours. And people will walk in, what do I do? Uh, well, <laughs> okay, you really should plan ahead because we do have so many trails within our park system alone. And along those trails, there may not be access to water. So make sure you have the hydration you need. Mm. Some of them will be open canopy. Make sure you're wearing your sunblock and sun protection. It just triggers that oh, I should probably plan before I go to Peninsula State Park if I plan on hiking those trails or riding my bike, whatever you plan on doing for the day. Okay. And how does that relate to Leave No Trace? 
like, how is that leaving no trace? You will know the direction that you're going to be going and you're not going to be creating a new trail inadvertently. So when we have, ah, I see. yeah. So if we have a trails system, it's because we're trying to avoid something special. Yes. And if you go off trail, you run the risk of spreading an invasive species, which puts a lot of our endangered species in danger of having their habitat loss. Okay. So that's where our concern lies. Okay. So it's beyond just, you know, packing everything out that you take in, Mm -hmm. which I imagine is another easy one. They might have a little catchy phrase for that one, but you want to make sure that you're not, you know, dropping your litter everywhere. One of my pet peeves is dog owners who drop their dog poop bags, like, uh, you know, (laughs) aside the trails that, yeah, that's, that's one of my little pet peeves. Yeah. Yep. But that's probably not one of the leave no trace things. You know, (laughs) the original ones. Yeah. uh, There's a new recreate responsibly that leave no trace helps out with, and it definitely is pick up your poo. Okay. It's, I think that's exactly what the the line is. Okay. Um, And it is a, it is a concern and a problem because people see the outdoors and they're like, well, it's natural. Mm -hmm. Well, the diet of the dog isn't natural and it doesn't it doesn't degrade like it normally would and I know it's not the most pleasing thing to pick up but you can have those little plastic baggies along with you pick it up and then just tie it to your dog's collar and make them do the work and once you find that garbage can then just dispose of it there because even those bags they say they're biodegradable but it takes a long time time a long time And you have to imagine that the wildlife who lives in the park, like they don't think, oh, that's Nancy and Bob's dog. They think canine going to eat me. So they smell that. It does have an impact on the wildlife around them. Yes. So that they're they're just basically a carnivore. I mean, that's that's all the wildlife would see it as. Yes, exactly. They survive on instinct. Yes. And their instincts tell them if they're prey, they don't want to be near that canine. Right, right. All right. So we're a little bit off track with that. <laughs> but um, anything else you want to add about this event or things that people can look forward to this summer? We are really excited for this one specifically, and it's been a long, long process to make this happen and for it to come to fruition. What I'm most excited about for it is we are meeting people where they are. You know, it's it's 2023. People don't have to necessarily stop into a welcome center or pick up a visitor guide, but you can be assured that every person who comes to Door County will be at Eagle Tower at some point in their stay. So, we're you know, we're meeting people where they are. We're having those, that information, having that conversation where it's, hey, this is why this place is special to us. We know it's special to you, too. How do we keep keep that? that special alive for the next generation and the one after it. So being able to to really just engage with people on their vacation, not make it not make it a side trip, not make it a chore, not make it something they have to seek out to learn that information. It's it's part it's part of their experience. It's part of what they're doing in Door County is they're learning how to take care of it, how to be respectful and they can take that back home with them and do that, you know, in their own community, in their own backyards. Okay. So it's more like just being a presence there like for what you're talking about the Leave No Trace pop-up at Eagle Tower, which is from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So it's just the presence there, like to remind people about what makes this place special and what it is that you do. Ask their questions, get Mm -hmm. their answers. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And then it's us showcasing Peninsula State Park and what makes it so wonderful. Right. All right. Well, Morgan and Krista, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy days to stop here and talk with us and our listeners about what's coming up. And you're listening to the Dora Candy Pals podcast. Thanks for listening until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. 
We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.